In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio, live on Toginet.com. Co-hosted by Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women around the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother, both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Back. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Back coming to you live and refreshed after my two-week vacation. Did you miss me, Tina? I did miss you. Uh, it, was, it felt like wanted... forever. It was. It was. A single vacation or a single mom vacation with two kids, age three and six. Yeah, <laughs> some days it felt like forever <laughs> on my end, too. But I want to say thank you to Robin Boyd, who did a great job filling in for me while I was gone. So I want to say thank you to Robin. And yes, um, Robin. before we get started, good. I would like to um, just put a message out to the Swanson family sending them our love and support they're uh, all together in the hospital with their grandfather who's very ill so our segment producer rick is not here today so we're just sending them lots of love and support definitely sound like a plan so we've got freedom dogs again and this is a good thing um reason being is that a lot of you wrote in emails and posted on facebook and asked a lot of really great questions for things that we didn't cover the first time we had Freedom Dogs on, so we've invited Beth from Freedom Dogs back again. And, Tina, you have a Freedom Dog, you and Richard. No, not exactly. We kind of, we... What do you have? I, I, clarify then. Well, we, well, Richard sort of does the, the partner, um, the partnering. He basically, uh, Charlie doesn't live with us. Um, Charlie comes and assists Richard um, when he needs him. So uh, does no Charlie problem. assist other uh, Marines as well? I believe so. But wow. we best about that. I don't know. See? <laughs> we learn something every show. <laughs> yep. every show. Well, let's bring Beth on. Beth, are you with us? Oh, there. Beth? Hello. Hello. Can Welcome back. Oh, hi. Thank you so much for having us back. Well, I want to thank you for giving us one of our top-rated shows this year, um, the Freedom Dogs uh, show that we did uh, a couple weeks ago got not only really high ratings from people on iTunes, but I got an enormous amount of questions asking about Freedom Dogs, and it's a good thing. Uh, it is, and, you know, we're, we're always happy to let people know about what we're doing and how these dogs are helping 
Well, so what I'd like to do for our first segment here, for those who missed uh, the original Freedom Dogs airing, I'd like to spend the first segment and have you talk a little bit about what Freedom Dogs does, how did it start, you know, the history. And um, we're going to bring Richard, Tina's husband, on second segment, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual uh, use and training of Freedom Dogs, and we're going to ask, or I'm sorry, we're going to answer a lot of the questions for people that had written in. Perfect. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. Okay, so why don't you begin by giving us a brief rundown of Freedom Dogs. Freedom Dogs is a nonprofit organization that's totally volunteer, and we have two, two programs that we do. One is called a partner program, and in that program we take these specialty service dogs that have been trained um, to do a multitude of tasks, and we place them and the trainer with a wounded person, a wounded military person who's returned from combat to aid in getting them back into their public life and back out into society. And it originally started to work with those who had mobility issues, and we quickly found that there was a huge need for those who had PTSD and that it was much harder for them to get out and about than it was the others. And so we added additional training onto our dogs, and we now work almost exclusively with those that have PTSD issues, although many times there are other disabilities that go along with that. And so the trainers in these dogs go to appointments, we do outings to different public venues such as SeaWorld or the movies or shopping centers or grocery stores, a lot of places where these people can't go or don't feel comfortable going. And the dogs actually help them through this and help them get into these places where other people or other ones couldn't perhaps um, get them into these places. And with the dog, it's just a little bit more of a comfort and they can go. Now, do, you, do the dogs, are they identified as freedom dogs? I know sometimes I see service dogs, they're wearing like a, you know, a pack or something that identifies them as a service dog. How do we recognize a service dog if we see one? You know, that's a really good question because service dogs out in public do not have to have any types of marking on them. So if someone could say it was a service dog and, and you legally have to uh, kind of go with that. Our dogs all wear vests that say that they are specialty service dogs and that they're on duty. And we expect them not to be touched or pet by anyone in the public. They're just for the service of these people that they are working with. And unlike a lot of other service dogs who have very specific chores that they do, like mobility dogs work a lot with those who have issues with mobility, the blind, the, the sight dogs with the blind, the signal dogs with the hearing, these dogs actually have to do all of that and more, and that's why they're so special. They don't fit very neatly into any category. So they, they do many, many things. They're jacks of all trades, and the ones that do the partner programs have to be able to change basically horses in the middle of the stream and go from someone with one set of needs to someone with a different set of needs in seconds because one Marine may pass the dog off to the next Marine in the setting and off we go. So that's interesting. These, these dogs, then, they're not specific to one Marine. They actually service, service multiple uh, masters or partners or, um, if you will, in a typical week, how many, um, how many different service people would perhaps one dog interact with? 
they can work up to four or five different people. Um, multiple times, they'll do at minimum two, sometimes three in a day. But these, so these are dogs the really dogs have that, to be, they have to be very versatile and, and really be aware of multiple situations. Absolutely. And these are just the dogs that do the partner session that are kept with their trainers. Additionally, we do train dogs that we place permanently with those who may need a service dog permanently. So we place those dogs with the trainers, and they are raised from puppies when they're about oh, 8 to 10 weeks old up until the time that they are placed. And it takes us about two to two and a half years to train one of these dogs. It's a long process to get them trained to the level that these dogs have to be trained and extremely costly. It's very tedious and time-consuming. So by the time they're placed, they're valued at up to $50,000 a dog. And these dogs are, are given free of charge to the wounded person who needs them. So and just, just to clarify, now, these do- the, now is that for both types of dogs, the dog that is set specifically with the service, one service member and then the one who serves multiple service members? They're all trained the same. In, in case they um, disabilities would be different. Now, some of the one of the questions that was asked um, asked by the public uh, last show is that um, what are some of the types of things that a service dog, a freedom dog, is trained to do um, in in the service of the of the service members? It varies on their needs. Um, if if they're going into a room, they've learned to clear a room, so to speak. They kind of go just a little bit ahead of the person. And so wherever they are, they kind of look around and say, okay, yep, you can come in. It's safe. Um, if someone is standing their dog and say, you and I are talking, and I have the, the dog would be facing the person that they're working with. And if someone should walk up behind or if they see something going on behind that they think might startle that person, then they nudge their hand. When they okay. Find I'm sorry, I lost you there for a moment. Are you there? I think we've lost, uh, I don't know if we've lost our guest. I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and we are here with Beth from Freedom Dogs, and she was talking about some of the different, um, some of the different, uh, things that service dogs do. The Freedom Dogs will work not only with multiple Marines that come back, and she said that they might um, they might end up serving sometimes two or three different Marines in a specific day, helping them go to the movies, go to the store. And then there are also a type of service dog that brings, uh, brings to one person uh, maybe mobility or um, they're assigned to that one Marine to live with them. Hi, I'm back. Oh, there we <laughs> Sorry go. Sorry about I that. Was, yeah, I was filling our listeners in on um, some of the things that you were talking about. What um, What are some of the things that that these service dogs do for a service member? You were talking about clearing a room where they walk in a little bit ahead of the of the Marine going into the situation. What are some other things? They turn lights on and off during um, nightmares they will notify them. They kind of just touch their hands a little bit and tell them if someone's walking up behind them. If people get too close, because people with PTSD do not want people close around them, the dogs actually build space by just moving themselves quietly 
between the person that they're working with and whoever's walking up near them or around them. Um, when they're having a hard time, they kind of break that cycle of them getting into their one of their panic modes, and they, they start asking for attention. They'll push on their hands. They um, ask for behaviors. They act like they need to go outside to toilet, those types of things. Okay, Beth, um, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're going to go to break now. If you would um, if you would give the website address for our listeners today to check it out, could you do that for me, please? It, it is www.freedomdogs.org. Okay, freedomdogs.org. I encourage everyone listening today to check it out. In the next segment, we're going to talk about some of these amazing freedom dogs, how you can help, and what we need to do to get this program rolling. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, Girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. What's your story? Are you living it? Well, you could be. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Her passion is helping others discover, create, and live their personal brands. Yep, you heard me. You have a brand. No different than Coke, Pepsi, or Nike. You are a walking, talking, living, breathing brand. You're not a logo. You're not a tagline. The choices you make become the path you take. This is your brand. Now, live your story. Your brand is not just what you say it is. It's also what others say it is. So what are you communicating? And how can you create an authentic brand? We'll take on these challenges with What's Your Story? Every week, Hillary will feature teens, moms, and organizations that are learning and living their story. Now, her passion is to help others discover, create, and live their personal brands. To find out more, go to inspiredbyfamily.com. It's What's Your Story with Hillary Bilbrey. Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. 
Hey, military moms, we are doing part two of our Freedom Dog show, and we have an extra special guest coming to us today. We do have Beth Russell, who's here from Freedom Dogs. I have my lovely co-host, Tina. Tina, are you on the line? I'm here, Sandra. You're here. And now has Richard joined us as well? Yes, I'm Sandra. There you are. Hi, Richard. Welcome back. Hi, how you doing? For those, um, for those listeners who haven't had the chance to meet you, Richard, could you introduce yourself and uh, let everybody know why you've joined us on the uh, Freedom Dogs episode on Military Mom Talk Radio? Uh, yes, uh, I am a sergeant in the United States Marines. Uh, I was uh, combat wounded, uh, and I was introduced to Freedom Dogs due to... Uh, post-traumatic stress and um, yeah, issues that were affecting me severely throughout daily life. Richard, I'm getting a lot of echo. Um, can you step into maybe another room and, and give us that information again because I couldn't make out what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so, um, I'm a sergeant in the United States Marine and I, um, I was combat wounded and uh, the, the the time that I'm in, they introduced me to um, Freedom Dog uh, due to um, severe PTSD and uh, TBI issues that were uh, really affecting my everyday life. So, this um, you when did you get involved with Freedom Dog? Uh, I I want to say about January timeframe um, was when I was introduced. Um, does that does that sound about right? Uh, yeah, I think so, Richard. Uh-huh. I think so. And, um, and what we did was we in- they introduced me to the program, and um, Beth and um, an- another uh, trainer came down and met with us, per- um, me and another Marine, uh, personally. And we, um, ever since then, we've been working together and uh, really enjoyed, um, basically enjoying life again and uh, doing the things that, were a uh, very hard task to do at times. Now, what are some of the things uh, that your Freedom Dog did for you specifically that helped um, helped your situation? Um, this, I can I can I can tell you so many. I, I, I wish we had more than an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are struggles that uh, people um, that suffer from the TBI. Um, they mirror a lot of images, or a lot of um, same of the same symptoms. Um, but when you have them together, you know, it, 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 they greatly impact each other and um, make things a lot more severe as well. They, um, Charlie has helped me with um, dealing with crowds, um, especially when people come up and approach me. Being a service member, everybody wants to thank you for your service, and they want to come out and uh, just show their appreciation. And as a service member, I, I'm all for that, but there are many times where just that gesture alone is, is interpreted hostile for me at times, regardless of if it's not. Um, and so I, I, I utilize Charlie a lot to break away from situations. Um, he's, you know, stepped in between and allowed me a little bit more space. Uh, he, um, he, when people see dogs, the, the atmosphere, um, it, it, it becomes more uh, light 
and people tend to focus on the dog rather than me. And when you're consistently being hyper vigilant and uh, and always so aware of your surrounding and everything such um, such uh, everything is so um, greatly impacts you, you have mm-hmm. to um, have something that distracts other people from you, you know, as well. And um, and the dogs really they really do that. They really people see the dog and they like oh you know and and, and sometimes they they get really happy or they um they see the dog and they they see that well there there's obviously um the dog is working and they kind of uh, leave me alone which either way is great you know um eases the eases the tension in the area and i also i feel that that i'm not always going to by myself as well i always feel like i have a a companion with me and uh that truly understands me and now this um, Charlie, he's not with you full time, correct? He he comes with you uh, to appointments. How does how does that work? Do you call up and request him? What how, explain to me? So the one of the okay. questions that we had um, that was called in um, after our last show was that you know what what is a day like? Like do you call in? How how does it work? Okay, well. Um... Charlie is pretty much with me full time. I mean, I, it, 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 we have such. I mean, I utilize Charlie, and Charlie has really become one of my best friends. Uh, he, he, me, and him have such a such a bond that I mean, I, I don't even. I it's I was I was in a, an appointment with him, and I was looking at him, and he didn't even look like a dog to me anymore. No I mean, he really looked like a human being, like another human being, and it was I, I could not stop laughing and. And here I am in an appointment that was really stressful for me. I was it was a it was a TBI and uh, logical evaluation uh, for my VA, and uh, which are very you know uh, dramatic things because we have to discuss a lot of uh, events that really bring up um, things that happened in the past that are, that are still affecting me today. And um, and here I am laughing that Charlie looks like 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 an old man. It was it was quite funny, but. Uh, um, <laughs> We, he, what, what happens is um, we normally, we normally, um, I get my schedule throughout the week, and I know what I have to attend. Um, I contact a trainer, which is uh, Beth most of the time. Beth works works with me, and um, we go out and um, I let her know my schedule appointment, and we go and we go and attend all my appointments. And there's days we put in eight hour days. Um, Sitting in there, doctor's offices, me, Beth, Charlie, and we've 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 gotten everything done. And it's because of Freedom Dogs and the the service they provide that I have been able to progress in treatment. Because doing these things a lot by myself, one just the cognitive distortions that I have, it it was it's very difficult to just do these things on your own. One understand what the people are saying at the front desk, the disconnect, the, the anxiety. Uh, um, all the complications that go with TBI and PTSD in just a regular environment now go and have to make me function and um, do things for myself that are very difficult that I need assistance with. So because of Freedom Dogs, I've, I've been able to really focus on my, my, um, my treatment and to continue to push forward in, in recovery, really. Now, Beth, is this similar to what you hear with the other Marines that you work with? 
Absolutely. Um, we see huge, huge changes in them, and, and they, actually, they actually can look forward to doing what they have to do, even though they know it's going to be hard. Um, and, and we try not to pair one dog and one Marine all at all, and one trainer all the time. But what happens is they work so well, they, they start to become a team. And so we like to put them with the dogs and, and the trainers that they work best with and move them on from there. But it's made a huge difference, a huge difference. Now, how many service dogs currently are active? Doing the program actively? Yes. We have um, three dogs right now that can do it, and we have 12 dogs in training. And 12 dogs in training. And we need to get a lot more dogs into the we program. We need to get a lot more dogs into the tra- program. And the basic problem is is um, not getting the dogs because we're, we're kind of picky about our dogs but we and we have people who give them those. But it's getting the trainers who are willing to donate the huge amount of time that it takes to do this. Now let me, let me stop you here because I, I, there, you've touched on a couple questions that came in. The first question um, that came in that relates to what we're talking to right now is what are some of the characteristics that make a, a, a good service dog? We look for a lot of things. We, we look for health, obviously, because these dogs work very, very hard, and everything that we ask them to do is, is just totally opposite or contrary to what a dog's normal behaviors would be. So they have to be healthy dogs. They have to have the temperament that we're looking for that can handle being startled, having strange noises or people or sounds or things going on that can kind of read. They have to have the intelligence to be able to read what they need to do and to learn. And they have to have a willingness to be with people. And we do pretty strict testing and work with litters a lot before we pick the puppies that we pick from a litter. We like to get them really early. We like to get them around 10 weeks. And then we place them with the trainer, and we start training them right away so that they can eventually problem-solve and think. We, we can't always be telling these dogs what they need to do, so they have to have enough uh, tools in their tool bag, so to speak, that when a situation arises, they know how to get out of it or what to do to get around whatever's happening. So these, these are pretty amazing animals. And, and Tina, can you share with me from, you know, this is Military Mom Talk Radio, so we do talk a lot about families. Can you share with us a little bit about the impact that Charlie and Freedom Dogs has had on your family? Um, I, we hold Charlie dear to our heart. My kids absolutely adore Charlie and think that he's the best thing ever. Anytime we see a black lab, it's always Charlie. Um, it doesn't matter who, what dog we see on the street. The kids are like, oh, look it, there's Charlie. And, you know, they're saying that there's a dog like Charlie. But um, he, it's just amazing. My kids are blown away by the things that Charlie is able to do. Like, they, when they think of a dog, you think of a dog that, you know, walks, catches balls, stuff like that. But when you have a service dog that's able to actually almost act like a human and be able to do things that humans do, it just blows your mind. You're not, you don't really think to see that. It's not an everyday thing that you see. So the kids love it. They think it is so cool. Um, They like the fact that, and they know what it does for their dad. They know that, you know, Charlie goes with him to make things easier for him when he has appointments or, you know, special events, um, things like that. 
So for us, it... Okay, hey, listen, we're going to go to break right now. We'll pick you up, Tina, when we get back from the commercials. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning. That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Here comes Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today. With Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday evenings at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Togginet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio provides a powerful platform for women today by giving interesting, inspiring, and inspirational information to mothers around the globe as they navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio will have best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, women of interest, who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is co-hosted by corporate executive Sandra Beck and stay-at-home mom Christy Holly. For more information on each and the show, go to MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Mom, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Tuesday afternoons at 6, 5 Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Tuggynet.com. Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet jeans Were you shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps? Then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com. Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's in. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com, covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Courtesy. Hey, Military Moms, we are in part two of our Freedom Dogs episode, and we invite you to check out Freedom Dogs' website, which is www.freedomdogs, plural, just like it sounds, .org. We have Beth Russell with us today from Freedom Dogs. I have my lovely co-host, Tina. Hi, Tina. Hi. And we have her slightly better half sometimes, but not really, Richard. (laughs) Her other half. We'll agree with that. Well, we got to give him some kudos for coming on the show today and talking openly about uh, his experiences um, with Freedom Dogs and and both Tina and Richard for sharing um, some personal information about their families in an effort to help 
um, other families that are listening today. So I want to thank you, uh, Richard and Tina, because you guys are amazing. Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. Yay. Well, before we went to break, Tina, you were sharing with us some um, some of your experience with Freedom Dogs and how it has has helped your family. Um, and I had to cut you off because we were going to break, so I'm going to bring you back to that topic. And you were talking about some of the differences, especially with your kids. Yeah, um, I was saying how the kids um, are able to, how they notice how, you know, the Freedom Dogs is a service dog that's able to help their dad and um, make things easier for him, um, especially when he has high anxiety um, going into an appointment or an event or, you know, even to, um, like, if you went to an amusement park or places like that where it's crowded and he could be, you know, have the high anxiety of, of the, so many people being around. So it, to us, it it's basically, it, it it's a calming feeling for us because we know that when he's with Charlie, then he's okay and he doesn't have the high anxieties and doesn't have the stresses as if he were without Charlie. Uh, like, yeah, go ahead. Um, I, you know, like I, I, um, I, I get um, these things that come to me, and as Tina's saying that, like I, I just want to put it in words. So, like um, service members will will probably relate to this, and it's kind of uh, kind of good that maybe the the spouses, um, you know, the wives out there, um, they they understand like what the feeling is, and so the feeling of it is is as a service member. When we, when we go into harm's way, we put on all our protective gear. We put on our flak, our Kevlar, we make sure that our weapons are clean and all our preventive maintenance on all our type of equipment so that it operations or it functions oper, um, operably so that if any type of harm <laughs> does come, we're, we are, we are ready. And obviously this is not combat that I'm in, in right now, but mentally and physically, it it is a combat. I'm, you know, like I still fight the daily stressors of every of all these things. Um, you know, the consistent fog of war, the um, the anxiety, the the fear, the I mean, the uncertainty, everything. I mean, and those are just keeping it. I mean, as basic as I can possibly keep it. What Charlie is to me is he he is my 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 armor. He is he is all that that everything that. Uh, the military issues us to protect us for in our, in our lives as we go into harm's way. He is, he is these, um, these, these, all these things for me. Um, you know, just like uh, the service dogs, uh, the, the other freedom dogs that when they work with the other service members, they are for them. Um, and, and 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 in that sense, we are, then we are able to do our mission. And though our mission has changed now, and it's not necessarily sending rounds down range in a combat theater. It is a recovery, and if that recovery someday leads us back to a combat zone one day, I mean, that's, that's a win situation, you know, um, to get us back to what we were doing, what we, what we have signed up to do. That's, that's ultimately our goal. If it doesn't happen still, we are still in, in that fight to get there. And Charlie is, uh, you know, for, for me, Charlie and, you know, the rest of the, the, the Freedom Dogs, they are that for us, you know, they are really our, uh, our, our, our armor, our, um, everything we use to, to safeguard us and, you know, in our, in our daily life in combat, but obviously here now. Well, and it sounds like what you're telling me is that 
you know, I, I love the way you put it, that, that they're like your domestic armor or your local armor for you to do what you're assigned to do next, which is to get, take care of your family, get where you need to go, you know, get the things that you need to do to keep doing your job and to keep serving our country. Um, and they're part of that team. You know, I and mean, Tina like I said, the, and the ancillary benefits. Tina are are the service people's families. Yes, I mean the mission. I mean, though the mission is is not close, locate, and destroy the enemy. It's now go to a doctor's appointment, help, um, help assist. You know, the family with going to the grocery store. These are these are vital things that need to happen in the family life. But due to all the combat uh, traumas and injuries, these things may not be capable. But with the proper uh, equipment, and I use that word, you know, uh, lightly, but because obviously Charlie's not equipment; he's more than that. But I'm just saying that, and so that we understand. But he's part that. of your team. Let's call it a team. Yes. Then. Yes. You know, he he becomes, you know, he becomes, a, and, and he he has his role to help my function, just as our gear and our armor does that in combat zone. You know, so or a battle so again, buddy. He's your battle buddy. Yes. I think one of the other things I've noticed is that when um, Richard is getting Charlie ready to go with him, he actually says, okay, Charlie, we're dressing for battle. You know, and he puts on his vest and he goes Kevlar or whatever. I don't know, Richard, uh-huh. what are the words you use? Uh, so, like, I have Charlie and uh, it's in the back of the truck, and, and so, like, he stays, he stands there on his all fours nice and straight, and I clip on his vest, all, I mean, make sure it's nice and straight. Fits him just perfect. Slide on his collar. I hook his leash. I mean, everything. I mean, it is just like how we dress down for battle, because that's what what it is equivalent for me. You know, it's it's that difficult. But together we accomplish these things. And he and and you know, I, I am able to do these things now. Now, Beth, I'm going to go to you for a minute because I want to talk to you about, um, you know, we talked about, you know, the, there's a, it's, a, it's a very high cost uh, to train these dogs. They're valued at 50000 We have three active. We have 12 in training. And, yes, we want people listening today to donate. Can they go on the site to make a donation? They can donate through our website, freedomdogs.org. Um, the address is on the website. They can mail uh, donations if they want to. There are lots of ways to volunteer and help. You know, being a trainer is a huge need, and it's a great job, but there are a lot of those, quote-unquote, less glorious jobs that make it easy for us to go ahead and train, and that's the fundraising and the record-keeping and the clinic preparations. We give clinics to our trainers and have our Marines come to them um, twice a month. They're four days long, and they're free. And we work with our trainers all across the United States. We're starting to bring them in from other states and figuring out how we can do that. Right now we work exclusively with the Marines at Camp Pendleton, and our goal is to slowly be able to expand this so that we can work with those across the nation and in all branches of the service. So now let's expand on this a little bit because, you you know, you touched on some of the things because one of the things I found is, you know, when we're – we're working to get uh, volunteers for an organization, and we were very specific about some of the things that, that need to be done. You know, people come out of the woodwork and go, hey, I can do that. You know, I, can, I could come and help. I mean, because people can come and help for a couple hours a week, or they could volunteer, especially if they're retired. What are some 
actual things that people could do, and where do they need to do them? Can they come to you? Can there be people that are helping you promote on the Internet? Uh, give me an idea of some of the different jobs that people listening today could contact you, and I would like you to give our, your phone number, your direct phone number for anyone who has questions of people who might want to get involved. All right. The phone number for people who want to get involved is 619-223-6574. And again, they can also reach us through freedomdogs.org for any information on volunteering, and someone will get right back to them. We need people to help us set up and plan um, our training clinics. We also have an organization that will fly our trainers or our military uh, people, our Marines, to and from San Diego for training or the dogs to them, our trainers to them. And we need someone who can help set up those schedules with that air, those, those airlines that do that. Uh, we need help getting the word out, uh, getting people to donate through um, the Internet, also to um, help with fundraisers that may happen. Since we are in San Diego, most of the things that they could come and do here would have to be people that are close to Oceanside or Camp Pendleton. We need people who could videotape sessions or videotape events, um, photograph events, help with our website. So there's a lot of ways that they can help and just help the trainers. So those are some really powerful ways um, that people can get involved. And, you know, with regard to the web stuff, um, you know, that stuff can be done anywhere. So anybody out there with web skills or social networking skills that would like to volunteer their time, um, you know, please contact uh, Beth, contact at the number. Can you give that number again, please? It's 619-223-6574. And we really encourage you to check out the Freedom Dogs website at www.freedomdogs.org. Um, and Beth, what are um, what are some ways that uh, is there any material needs that you have? I mean, do you need dog food? Do you need collars? Do you need you know if there's a company, somebody who works for Petco or some of the other sponsors out there that might be listening today, is there any material needs that you you can think of? Yes, we can use crates and we have specific collars and crates and leashes and pads and mats and bowls and toys and specific things that we use for training that if someone were to contact us, we could give them a list of things that we need. Okay, and Beth, um, just because, uh, you know, I am the owner of Motherhood Incorporated and we we do quite a bit of um, different types of work. Can you just make a note to get that list over to me and we'll see what we can do in trying to assist um, Freedom Dogs in getting uh, some of the physical materials that they need. Sure. You guys, we are here on Military Mom Talk Radio. We have Richard and Tina. We also have Beth Russell from Freedom Dogs. We are going to come back after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? That's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Tina Gonzalez. And we'll be right back after these. Every woman wants to know how successful women manage their lives. 
So join host Sharon Silver for Getting to the Heart of the Matter. Every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Have you ever wondered who the woman behind the family service or product really is? How she became an innovator? How she reaches out and connects with others? Or how do they do it all without sacrificing their family or themselves? Getting to the heart of the matter is for you. Sharon will interview guests who bring wisdom and sage advice. Sharon will interview all kinds of women, from everyday moms to extraordinary stories. Sharon gets to the heart of the matter by asking the big questions. How these women manage being a mom or a business owner or just being a woman. You'll hear how they prevent themselves from becoming workaholics either in their career or with their families and still find time to fulfill their quest for calm and personal fulfillment. For more information on Sharon, check out her website, ProactiveParenting.net. Then be here for Getting to the Heart of the Matter with Sharon Silver. Every Thursday at 1 Eastern, noon Central, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now, let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Tina Gonzalez and Sandra Beck. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Tina Gonzalez, and we have our hat, I don't know, I couldn't tell, Richard, who has been amazing. He's a Marine Sergeant that has shared with us um, his experiences working with Freedom Dogs, and we have Beth Russell from Freedom Dogs. And, Beth, I thought we could open this segment with talking about uh, just answering a few of the questions that came up after the last time we had you on Freedom Dogs. We got quite a bit of mail and quite a bit of interest in, you know, who you are, what you do. And um, can we do a quick little question and answer? Absolutely. Okay. Um, One of the questions that was written in to us that says, what if a soldier has a seizure or a reaction to something, what does a freedom dog do? It depends on, on the, the reaction, but most, most frequently, um, if they have a reaction to something, so if they have a panic attack or they start to tense up, the dog actually breaks in and starts what sometimes looks like they're misbehaving. They uh, don't hold, if they've been told to sit, the dog pops up and starts pushing on their hands and demanding attention. They'll climb up in their laps and they'll start licking their faces. They, so they're really they, breaking a pattern. They break the pattern and they break that cycle so that, that then the Marine starts asking them to do other things and gets them back in. And as soon as they settle, then the dog settles and goes right back to what he was doing. And as soon as things get tough again, um, 
they, they do that again. In fact, let me just give you a really quick example. The very first Marine we worked with took uh, one of the dogs with him into a session, and he got very tense, and his legs started to pop up and down, and the dog was actually under the chair with his head in between his feet. And the dog comes out and takes his foot and slaps it on top of his foot and oh. made him stop. And so he stops for a while, and the dog lies back down, and then he starts jerking his legs around again, and the dog slaps his foot on his leg again and goes, <sighs> and he stopped. So um, they seem to be able to read them very easily. If it's a seizure, then the dogs that are trained to work with seizure as seizure response dogs actually lie down right next to them and stay near them until they either come out of the seizure and give them a command or they have a set time frame that they wait and then if nothing happens, they go get help. Okay. And now that brings me to another question that was emailed in to us. They said they heard that some from service dogs or freedom dogs could, could actually dial 911. And their question was, what would the dog, like how would 911 know what to do if the service person couldn't speak? Okay. Oh, they have, they don't actually, you know, we don't grow really long toenails and have them hit the right, numbers. Right, right, style, but. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, actually have a special box that's made, and the dog has learned to go over and hit that box. And when that box calls into um, the 911 call, it also sends a call out to several other people that have been designated as emergency contact people. And you get a message that might say, if you're receiving this message, my service dog has activated my emergency call system and I have asked for help, you know, and this is the address and please come, yada, yada, yada. And they go from there. In fact, one dog that was taught to do that also had the next behavior was that the dog went and grabbed the keys to the front gate that was always locked and slid the keys under the gate so when the emergency people came, they could actually get into the house. That is amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's not surprising. I have four dogs. I think they're amazing creatures. But, you know, what you shared with us today is, is just, it, it blows my mind, doesn't it, to you, Tina? Oh, it does. I'm sitting here going, wow, wow, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want to share something with, because, you know, this is kind of off the subject of what we just talked about, but I don't think any of us have a grasp of what PTSD is really all about and how it impacts not just families, but these, these guys. And I want to give you a for instance, because it happened to me and it made, it was such an eye opener for me. I had a nightmare the other night and I woke up with my heart racing and thinking, oh my God, what just happened? And I realized that this is what these guys go through constantly in their everyday life when they walk out into public. That fear that we feel when we have those nightmares is what these people constantly feel. And that's what these dogs are trying to help them get over. Richard, is that, is that, Richard, are you with us? Yes. Is that, is that, is that how it feels? I mean, it's that and more. I mean, uh, I have numerous examples. I mean, I, I, I had one happen this, this weekend. Um, I, uh, I, I, um, I did a, uh, military tribute, um, with, um, with a, uh, football team in San Diego. <laughs> and, um, and we were on the football field and, um, you know, we did all that stuff. And as I was coming up to the, to the stand, everybody wanted to shake my hands and stuff. And it got so overwhelming. I mean, I literally was barricaded in and people just didn't understand, like, 
I, I want, they wanted to thank me for the service again and again and again and shake my hand and some people were tearing up and the whole time I'm there, I was trapped. You know, so like there's so many things that people, you know, sometimes they just, they don't see the, the, the reverse side, you know, of what is going on every day. Like, and, and the thing is us as military service members, we're, we're going to try to mask it as much as possible because we have always been taught bearing discipline, you know, and, and so we're going to try to do whatever we can to try to hold it in. And when we can't hold it in, well, you know, adverse, adverse things happen. And military, our service, our service members are, are elite, you know, and, um, you know, it, it really, it really takes its toll holding all that stuff in. It really does. Well, and something's going to happen this weekend, Richard, where you're going to be, um, something very special is happening to honor you on Sunday. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, me and Charlie, we're going to go and uh, throw the first pitch out at the San Diego Padres. And um, we're going to be out there, and we're going to be on the, the mound, and we're going to throw out uh, the first pitch um, and it's to receive um, the American Patriot Award. That is outstanding. I mean, you deserve that and so much more. You guys all do. Um, and I just, you know, I know I say this like, you know, every time you're on the air, but I'm so proud of you. I'm so, I'm so thrilled that you are willing to share with everybody um, on the air your experiences and, Tina, you guys too, because you're right. When you hold things in, um, you know, not so good things happen and, you know, you guys are both, both you, Tina and Richard, are an inspiration to military families everywhere because, you know, you're willing to share your experiences. And if, you know, one person at the end of this show, you know, makes a change, makes a difference, or, you know, goes home and has a conversation with their their partner about what they heard today, you know, we can open up these lines of communication and make a difference. There's a lot of help out there for, for these guys. And, and, you know, the one thing I... And I'm sure Richard would say the same thing is that, you know, seize it and, and help make it better. Um, you know, Richard, what would you say to anybody listening today? Like, based on your experience, what would you, you know, what would you like to tell people? Um, you know, like, I, I, for a long time I was ashamed. Uh, you know, like, I was ashamed, like, why was everything affecting me? I mean, the PTSD, the TBI... Um, you know, obviously I was also wounded. I got, got shot multiple times by, um, enemy AK-47. I mean, I have a lot of trauma in there, you know, um, but the thing is, these things happen and I've, I've been through a lot of treatment. Um, you know, obviously PTSD, um, it's a, it's a normal, uh, reaction to an, uh, abnormal situation. But the thing is, you can't be, you, the thing is, you cannot be, um, Scared to ask for help. You cannot be every. You'd be surprised who are going. Everybody, the people that are going through it, that are just holding it within and just just don't know the avenues. You know, don't know that they're suffering from it. Don't know that it's taken over their life already, and don't know that they're already in this this holding pattern, and uh, they just need to get help. If if you're um, um, uh, a wife of a service member that you see, you know, some changes. Talk to them. Ask them uh, some of the things that you hear, you know, us speaking about on the air. Ask them if these difficulties for them. And maybe start finding avenues of, you know, counseling. People are going to be resistant to these things because it, it's, it's, in the military, it always seems to be a form of weakness, but it's not. I've learned that it, 
you have to get this stuff treated. You know, you have to take this time away in order to recover and um, and to and to build yourself back up. Because if if you let it go prolonged without any treatment or any type of uh, um, services to it, it, it it's only going to affect your life worse and worse. And it and when you when it does break you down, because it will, it will that much harder and it will take that much longer for you to go down that recovery process. So. I ask questions, um, you know, I, I, I tell them, you know, if they have questions regarding anything, I mean, um, with any, you know, type of combat injuries, you know, I, we can always, you know, send them to, you know, your, your, your place and we can, we can try to research them. I don't know. We can, we can do what we can try to help, you know. Um, there's so many avenues out there that people are not aware of. And um, we just need to get that word out to everybody and, People need to utilize the services because they're out there. Well, and Richard, you're just so amazing. You're such a hero. And I want to encourage everybody who can pick up the Padres game on Sunday. The game is at 1 o'clock. Richard will be there throwing out the first pitch and receiving his award. And, you know, we're just so super proud of you, Richard. And um, I just want to thank you for being on the show again today. You always add such a great dimension. Thank you. Appreciate it. Now, Beth, before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add um, to the show today that you'd like our listeners to know? Just, just to support our guys as much as we can, and please check out freedomdogs.org. We, we would love to hear from you and, and have your support. And can you give us that phone number again? It's 619-223-6574. That's, can you, one more time? Six one nine two two three six five seven four. Well, this is Military Mom Talk Radio. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with my lovely co-host Tina Gonzalez. Tina, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everybody. Today, but Richard, we want to thank you for being here today and sharing everything with us. And um, Beth Russell, thank you for being here from Freedom Dogs. And don't forget to check out Richard um, throwing out the first pitch at the San Diego Padres baseball game this Sunday at 1 o'clock. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks.